contains mature themes and subjects. Please beware. Harry Doyle here welcoming all of you to another season of Indians baseball. Here's a list of players we'll be inviting to camp. This guy here is dead. Cross him off then. We'd love for you to come to spring training for a shot at this year's club. By the way, you were with me last night. Who's this chick on top of me? We'd still like to take a look at you in our spring camp. Not sure I can make it by then. Who is that? Serrano. What is religion? Uh, Voodoo. Hey! Fully made Hayes here. Play like Mays, and I run like Hayes. How you doing? What the hell league you been playing in? California Penal. Don't you have any proven major league talent? Now I want to put together a team that'll help us relocate to Miami. You want us to lose? We've been losing. What I want for us to finish dead last. This year, the Cleveland Indians have a multi-talented team. The first offering just a bit outside. They're masters of the sacrifice. You're looking to sacrifice a live chicken. One whole chicken, just like you said. The double play. Excuse me. Body than she does. Thanks for me, she really does. And the pickoff. Every time we win, we peel a section. Tom Berenger. Zipper on your skirt stuck. Use your imagination. These things make me look ridiculous. Seeing's the most important thing, son. How big is that important? Corbin Burnson. And Bob Euchre. Haywood swings and crushes one towards South America. Major League. That ball wouldn't have been out of a lot of parks. Name one. Yellowstone. <laughs> 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 it's hilarious because that's a line from the wrong movie but that's fine <laughs> it's cool like that is literally the only that trailer is so shitty like sound quality because literally the only trailer on youtube is some old vhs version of it like it is so blurry i tried showing my son the trailer the other day and you could barely like watch the trailer but hey welcome back to season three of matinee baseball we've made it three seasons without the FCC cutting us down. And, yeah, I'm your host, Ted Flint. I was always joined by Sean Chantez Festerman and Jake Boss. Um, here at the Tailgate Side of Everything is brought to you by Dead Eye Barbecue Sauce, best goddamn barbecue sauce in the country, in the Midwest. Memorial Day is coming up. This country is opening back up. Get some sauce, sauce your meat. And always subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. You have Culture Check, Bitter Units, and amazing other podcasts like Sports and Corks and... The one that I'm forgetting. What's the other one I'm forgetting? Old Man Strength. Bam. Got it. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Really <laughs> helped me out there. Yeah, and we go got to you. Tailgate.com. We can find all the podcasts at. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're, we, we're revisiting the podcast that started us at all, Major League, because I don't go back and re-listen to the podcast, but I do recall, and Sean can back me up here, that we had, like, all kinds of, like, technical difficulties that night, and we, like, we didn't know, like, it was our first episode. We didn't have like a flow yeah. and it just kind of, I'm not going to say it's yeah, shitty, but it was. We were shitty. figuring it out. <laughs> so I felt like we needed to come back to it. And, and Jake's here now. And like, it's just, I watched this movie over two days and I'm rewatching it now. I was like, I always do when I'm watching this podcast and enjoying a beverage. And 
God damn, this movie's good. Like, like, I, it gets a lot of love for the best baseball movie of all time, but like, I feel like it doesn't get enough love. Like, am I? Does that make sense? Like, like I get it's 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 a comedy, but there's there's drama to this, right? A little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. No? And it's actually just a, it's a pretty well done movie. Like beyond that, also. Um, yeah, I I obviously love it. It's, anybody that knows me knows I love this one and the second one are neck and neck for me. Uh, but yeah, it's it's unbeatable. I'll watch this movie any any chance I ever get. It's it's just that good. It really is that good. Yeah, it's it's like it, I think most people probably remember it for a comedy, but they do a good job of. While yes, I think that's probably the most memorable part and why I enjoy it the most, the one-liners and stuff in it. They do a good job of intertwining some serious stuff and, of course, a, a, a love story and and all that. So fantastic. Oh, a love story that, as always, when we revisit these these movies, these old movies. Definitely has some cringe-worthy cross-the-line moments, but it's <laughs> oh, fine. Yeah. Like, low-key stalkerish, you know? But apparently her fiancé's an asshole, so that makes it, makes it, makes it okay. Right? Apparently, we're just going to go with it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, sort of. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, and, like, it just sets the template of, like, the spring training part is great, like, there's a whole lot of, like, baseball scenes. Like, there's so many, like, just... And we could spin this movie, like, this podcast, just enjoying our drinks and, like, discussing lines. But, like, before we get into that, well, I'm going to start it right now. Like, what's your guys' favorite non... Like, the line that you love the best that's, like, not one of, like, the big ones, right? Like, the one that like, makes you laugh that's not, like, one that everyone else says. Like, you stole Joe Boo's rum or, you know... Like yeah, not those top yeah. ten or whatever that pop out on. Yeah. Um, I can tell you mine first if you guys need like an idea of where like I'm, like the ballpark, no pun intended, of where I'm at for like quotable lines. I guess. Like, mine is. Do you want me to drag him out of here and beat the shit out of him? Yeah. <laughs> when he's at dinner, like, just just great. Like and how like how subtle he is about it, and you know he would do it. If Jake just said yes, you right. know. Oh yeah, and I guess just uh, what it, just a couple lines before that, when Jake's like, uh, you know, is, is do you know that girl or something like that? Is, that's my wife. And does she know that? <laughs> it's just that, that whole little scene, like the lead up to them actually talking, is, is pretty good. <laughs> that's um, great. Yeah, the, the which I, <laughs> I think yep. from the trailer is also where if I recall correctly, um, like during that, at that little dinner or whatever is where they use the Yellowstone line, which is yes, in the next not, movie. <laughs> yes. It's not, it's, it's not, it's in the trailer, but it's not in the, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm glad that you clarified that because I was like, did I black out for 10 <laughs> seconds of the movie or was where the hell? I, I, Cause I, I, it's been a while since I've watched the second one too. So I could have not any have, good. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll just yeah, you keep doing that, and we'll see how how Sean ends up at the end towards the end of the podcast. But I think the for me, I don't know, like my notes are literally just like ninety percent quotes. But uh, <laughs> when when uh, they're doing B, the initial BP in 
uh, Willie Mays Hayes is just popping every ball up and in, into the top of the net and and uh, Skip's like uh, you may run like Hayes but you bat like shit or you hit like shit <laughs> and like I don't know why but that that makes me bust out laughing every time. I mean, I mean, like I said, that's great. Or the uh, oh god, I just forgot the line I was gonna go with. You know, or like the the infamous this one's dead. You know, like yeah. so like a line that I used to lose, use on Twitter was when that motherfucker, uh, the fullback from the Chargers, Tolbert, would always like just vulture touchdowns. Like I'd always be like, I'd just always be like, is this you, Tolbert? You know, like <laughs> if you're gonna pull this shit, you might as well say you're calling from the Yankees. You know, like. That's great. Poor Jake Taylor. We had him two years ago. Oh. Yeah, oh, wait. I wish we had, a, wish, wish we wish had him had two years ago. ago. <laughs> we did. Oh, four years ago then. I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's just a, it's such a timeless movie. Like, we wear sleeves at this level, son. You know, like, but, yeah, like, so, like, and the other thing I like about it, it's like, it's a whole, like, it's a whole bunch, like, what is your, all right, what is your, who's your favorite person in the movie? We'll, we'll, we'll start there. So I have I have a I have a, a an unpopular pick, and I'll let you guys go first. I'll, I'll let Sean go first, since I know this is, this movie's his baby. Ooh, um, so it's like by taking your favorite child. A little bit. I I think just the one I enjoy the most, like throughout the movie, like the whole time, is Serrano. It's I can I would never give up on Serrano. Serrano is my. Uh, He's my Carlos Santana, man. He's always welcome on the team. He's just, I, I love that man. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, the, like, two of, like, I don't even think it's fair to, like, pick the, the main, main characters, but um, Harry Doyle, who the, who's the announcer that Bob Uecker is playing, is so fucking good in this movie. That like I, I think that's part that like that's a large part of what makes the like baseball games and the scenes so good is you have Bob Euchre just ripping like one liner after one liner while apparently drinking like a half bottle of Jack Daniels <laughs> in a game. I mean, when your teams are as bad as he is, I mean, as I don't blame our him, teams are but... now. Uh, right, it's <laughs> I I thought about it today when I turned it on and I'm just like, oh man, this is like watching the 2021 Cleveland Indians. <laughs> At least you can watch your team. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have more podcasts in the can than the Cubs have hits. So it's very bad. I, oh boy. I bet it is close. <laughs> like don't make me go count. Cause I can do it real quick. <laughs> so like it, it's ridiculous. And so it's like, yeah, I, I, I actually like Ed Harris. Is that weird? Like Ed Harris is my favorite. Like he's just, he's like he he's the, he's a glue guy in this movie. He has so yeah. many good lines, just so many like under the like you know like the, obviously the you saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball, you know like the, when he's like breaking down all the shit he has on his body, you know yeah. like you know you put snot on the ball. <laughs> you put snot on the ball. Yeah, it, I think he is fantastic. It's, he's a Oh, you're exactly right. He's a glue guy. He's the, you know, he's the veteran guy that's supposed to be leadership in the locker room when really he's just kind of a prick in the locker room. Um, but it's just the, when he has moments on screen, they are, you know, 
they're fantastic. Yeah, he's just he's amazing. Like he's just and and he gets pitched in a big game, you know, and he's like he asks him, you know, like I don't know, I don't know sorry, I, I lost track of track. I'm watching Jake <laughs> Taylor basically stalk yeah, Rene Russo from in the library. Job, home but not home. Yeah, geez, that would be so awkward to just show up and be at like the wrong party. Yeah, at the fiance's like, house with some random uppity people, apparently. You know, but with a lady I'll that doesn't love, even like, know that the Cleveland still has a baseball team. <laughs> yeah. We've like, got uniforms. And I know that they're bad, but gee, yeah, we've got <laughs> uniforms and everything. <laughs> you know, or like, yeah. So, yeah, Ed Harris. Did you guys know, like, originally, like, you were supposed to find out that the owner was, like, doing this on purpose to motivate the team to try to win? And, like, the test audiences hated that ending to this movie? I think we, oh, I think no, we talked not. about that when we did the second one, maybe. And that's the I'll only reason shows I know back that, because you that. told me. I know I've got it. Um, so, like I said, I, was, I did uh, the first go-round, and my notes for that were just – it looks like I gave up pretty quick on him um, and just went off the cuff because again, I've seen this movie a hundred thousand times. Uh, but I had that, you know, she wanted the team to suck to move to Miami so they could have better attendance. And it was just, I just had <laughs> LOL after that. And it was just, man, have you seen what happened to Miami when they got a ball team? <laughs> there is no attendance in that city. Yeah. <laughs> How much money would it take for you guys to get on the Indians airplane in this movie. Like, Ooh, in a I don't song. know. That, that plane was pretty janky. <laughs> there was the one propellers. Like, yeah, like it, was, it was bad. I don't know. Uh, man, the, even for... I mean, I'm a, I'm a guy that, yeah, even for the 80s, like, that's a shoddy plane. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a guy that, you know, once I'm in the air on an airplane, I I don't freak out anymore because I came to terms a long time ago. If something goes wrong on an airplane, I'm not going to be able to fix it. Like, it's <laughs> already sealed. Um, but, boy, like, that's one I feel like I'd be worried just the whole time. It's like uh, that quote, whenever, like, you're on an airplane – and, like, someone, like, not even, like, famous-famous gets on it, but, like, someone that's, like, half-famous gets on it, and then you start thinking about how, like, if this plane crashes, the only person they're going to care about is that person. <laughs> like, like, it could, like, just be, like, like, a mid-level famous person, you know? Like, I don't want, I don't want like, anybody, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, just anybody, but, like, you're like, well, if this goes down, all I was going to remember is Melissa McCarthy. You know, right, or some yeah. shit. <laughs> And I just, my, I just my flight's going to gonna be in the news, but nobody's going to care that I was on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This person, yeah, this person and 25 others <laughs> yeah. on this flight. You're one of the others. So, but yeah, like, so all right, before we get too far, can we talk about like how like this movie has like the longest final game in history? Like I, I meant to clock it today when I was watching it when I was on my exercise bike. I bet that game lasts 25 minutes from start to finish. You think it's 25 minutes? 
I bet it's probably pretty close. Uh, it didn't feel that long to me, though. I, like, you say that, and I'm like, no, no, it's not, but it could be. I didn't think it felt that long. Like, do you say that because it you doesn't feel that like long? I'm not like, long? criticizing oh, okay. it, but it's just there's a lot of things happening that that last game. Like, they they basically have two endings. Like, the final ending inning with Vaughn striking out the guy and then them getting the ball back. Either one of those could be the end of a of a sports movie. Either one of those sequences, right? Like, you forget that Vaughn has to strike the guy out. For them, even to get the Jake Tyler's, right? You know, yeah, and they have not that it's necessarily a drawn out, but I bet you know you sink a good five ish minutes into that Serrano at bat to get to the tied game. Um, You're not wrong; it's twenty minutes. And it, and it? Yeah, and what what the whole I just thing? Went and looked. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. The whole thing, what basically essentially takes place of the last three innings ish. Yeah, they get Serrano to the sixth home run in the seventh or something, sixth or seventh. Yeah, they get to the sixth inning with both teams just kinda like, you know, doing great and then like I just Yeah, it's amazing. I want I, 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 I may not talk about this and we can we can talk about this last game for a while. Can you imagine Jake Taylor's final at bat? In the Twitter age, like just that whole sequence. <laughs> what so social media? How social media would just blow up about it, and there'd be videos everywhere, and yeah, that'd be like, wild. Like the whole thing. Like first he calls a shot, right, <laughs> and then people would be making fun of it, right? It'd be like it'd be like what Ross or who's the old uh, catcher for the Giants that retired Posey, you know, someone like that, right? That could do it, but like no one thinks they can do it, right? Posey's probably right. bad. I don't want to say I don't want to say Molina because fuck the Cardinals, but <laughs> someone like you know like, and I want to know like, so they do the whole hand signal thing, right? Do you think they're just telling Hayes that it's a suicide squeeze? I think that's what they're they're signaling to him, or what do you think that what do you think? Yeah, really, so really, where they get the second? That's what I want to know. What, what, what do you think he interprets it as? So I think so, just because weirdly, as I mentioned, I've obviously seen this I, more than once. There were a couple things that either I've just blocked out of my memory that I kind of caught this time around that I've either never registered or didn't notice before. After he gets the like sign, he turns and gives like this little smirk. And I think that's where, you know, he knows that it's, it's a squeeze. It's, he's laying it down and you're just, you're hauling ass home. Um, and I was also thinking that whole time. Also, can you imagine in the Twitter age, if any manager ever called for that ever, people would that's lose their fucking mind. And that's a thing, though. That's the thing. I like, 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 even I, if I it hate... works, it'd just be like, that's the dumbest call you could ever make. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like, he doesn't run when he brushes back Taylor. He should have been running already. Right. right. If it's just a squeeze call. Unless it's like run on contact or run home. Is there a run home, like, signal? Like, go? Like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, <laughs> and 
I love this movie too much, and I love the ringer. I don't know if it was the ringer or Grantland that, like, destroyed the batting order of the final inning. And in and, and, <laughs> and which there's no way that Mays is batting in front of Taylor. Like, it doesn't work. You know? Like, yeah, you shouldn't. You certainly shouldn't make it that way. <laughs> anyway, because do something to not have that happen. You know, it's fine. And like, because they're like, because Dorn's in front of Serrano, right? So you got. I don't know. I, I don't like. I don't want to like because the ending of this movie is perfect. To me, this is the best ending to any sports movie. Like, I mean, we can say baseball movie. So I mean, let's just say baseball movie. We've seen enough baseball movies now between the three of us. In, with or without the podcast, can you think of a better ending to a sports movie than this one, than a baseball movie to this one? Uh, no, not not off the top of my head. And I guess that's probably because if you ever asked me, just cold asked me, what's the best one? I would I would say this one in a heartbeat. Um, and then I don't know, maybe somebody that has an argument for something else could try and debate it. The only one I think that's in the orbit, and I'm not saying it's close, is I'm tossing the Sandlot out with the chase and the beast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to think of other movies and nothing like pops directly into my head, but I was going to joke and say, you could probably try and argue it, but uh, it's a, I think you'd have a pretty solid argument for major league. I was going to joke and say Mr. 3000, but I cannot tell you how that movie ended. My brain blocked Doesn't he leg out a signal? No, he, he, no, he sacrificed bunts, right? It's something like that. Because <laughs> he gives up getting a chance. That movie's terrible. And oh, yeah, boy, that's buddy, what it is. <laughs> you have so many bad movies this summer just awaiting us. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, because you're going to watch that Bomb of the Night movie with the guy from, uh, from uh, Magic Mike. Uh, Joe... Oh. Magnolia. Oh, that guy, I like it. that guy. I don't know how the movie's gonna be, but <laughs> and uh, and Ed, o- mm-hmm. Ed O'Neill's wife from Modern Family's in it too. So, <laughs> but I'm sure it's gonna be a classic. Like, pain is coming our way. You guys are just lucky that I'm not no, on man, Twitter. No man, you made right us now. watch actually, fucking Turkey you know, actually, Bowl. It's actually shit, worse. So. I'm not on Twitter right now because the voters can't save your ass. Like, I can just throw out shit, and no one can salvage you. It's fine. <laughs> I'll probably put them on the tailgate side of Twitter. We've vetoed we'll, them we'll before anyway. We can and, we'll get, and we'll get five votes. We actually never have done the Sandlot on here. We did a Sandlot drunk dialing, but we never actually did like the Sandlot oh, really? episode. Yeah, we just got really drunk on a Saturday, and people called in and quoted the Sandlot. So, <laughs> but, so what – all right, so Jake Taylor calls a shot. Vaughn throws 101-mile-per-hour fastball, which I love watching old movies like this because – now everyone throws over 100 miles per hour, it seems like. You know, they're always like, no one could catch up with that. Like, what's the guy for the yeah. Angels throwing right now? Like, 105 or something? Shohei? Is that what you're talking about? I don't watch baseball. I, I just <laughs> come too depressed to watch baseball. First, sure I couldn't yes, watch if I wanted to. The whole 100-mile-an-hour thing is not what it, definitely not what it was 30 years ago. That's for sure. God, when you say it like that, Jake, you make me feel really fucking old. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't and I just born yet, that. Ted. So yeah, I just realized ago. that. I just realized that. <laughs> it was four years it. before I was born. Yeah, it uh, came out shortly before I was born. <laughs> oh, shit. We're two for three on yeah. that one on this movie. Uh, 
It came out, it, no, I thought it was weird. I saw it the other day. It came out the exact same day as The Sandlot. Like, not the same year, obviously. But, like, they came out the exact same day. That's huh. really random, right? That's well, that should just be opening day for the rest sure. of eternity then, shouldn't it? Yeah. MLB's got to be better at marketing. Well, like, Sandlot's one of those movies that, like... Oh, my... I did not... Ted, we, we fucked up. What? We missed the opportunity to do this podcast on the day that the movie was released. Yeah, I know. That's that's on me. I think we just last week, Wednesday. What the fuck was I doing last Wednesday? Well, I don't know. We just didn't. But, we just didn't. Yeah, but right. We, if we, oh, I didn't realize it when we were that close to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I pointed that day, and I was like, well, shit. So, but uh, another thing this movie does really well is it gives every single of the main players a spot to shine in that final game. Doran gets to hit before Siriano. You know, Vaughn pitches. Eddie Harris starts the game, right? I know I'm fucking up Pedro's last name. But uh, obviously the Taylor, the, the Hayes thing. Like, it does, like, a really great job, you know? But Yeah, it's well, and that's what I like. So um, I guess sort of going back to the beginning, like, the whole spring training thing and it's starting fresh with this shitty roster is a, they do a really good job of just introducing the characters and like out the gate, whether it's between the managers or how each person rolls up, like introducing them and you already kind of get a feel of who this guy is and, you know, where he's at. And like, you get introduced to all that in like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Um, with, you know, obviously you don't have backstories on where everybody is, has been and stuff like that. Like you get the cool little call, I guess not cool little call, but you get the call to Rick Vaughn when he's in jail and just, yeah, I'm not sure I can make March 1st. Um, and then like how they just kind of introduce everybody that way. And you have a somewhat of a background, like you have Hayes who, isn't on the list. And they, like, nobody knows and who they introduce, like, who's going to be in each other's orbits. Like, yeah. you know, Vaughn and Taylor and Hayes are going to be together. And then you have, like, the whole Harris-Pedro dynamic. And, you know, Dorn just being Dorn. You yeah. know, the hats for bats line which is probably the most global line from this movie. That's a, oh, that should be our next question. No. Like, not. You don't think so? No. I use it the most, I think. Just a bit outside. Yeah, I don't yeah. think the anything. Most, is the most quote quoted line from maybe movie, in my opinion my, anyway. my two personal ones that will probably never get replaced are either uh too high too high what what do you mean too high that, that um, one that one gets used a lot and then uh <laughs> um and then just uh-oh rexy i don't think this one's got the distance <laughs> that, that's the one just that's a great line beforehand he's just like throw it over the plate he's like <laughs> Saw your wife at the club last night. <laughs> it's weird that it, her panties were on his head. Yeah. Sure, he's a close <laughs> personal friend, but I'm just not sure why her panties were on his head. <laughs> like, it's funny, because, like, I, I don't remember or I didn't uh, remember exactly what he said. I remembered kind of how it went, and he said some shit to fuck him up, but I couldn't remember how, like, what the final line it was. So that line, when I heard it again, <laughs> was one of those me. lines like I made a mental note because, like, my son's really getting into baseball movies, and like, he's like, I want to watch this, and I like texted you guys, and I'm like, 
where are we falling on this? And like I'm watching that, and I'm like, uh, you know, yeah. Like, there, there's or, enough or, stuff or, after or watching Von, it again. Or Vaughn goes in the uh, the manager's office. I'm gonna shove this fucking ball so far <laughs> up your fucking ass. Yeah, the language is a lot worse than I would have remembered. Was remembering when you texted that, like when Jake Taylor goes to Dorn's house and says he'll cut his nuts off and shove them down his fucking throat or whatever, <laughs> like that. That's pretty far outside what I think your eight year, eight year old needs to needs to hear. He's nine now. He's nine. Oh, he's sorry, trying to. He's 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 giving me the he's giving me the hard push to watch that Mortal Kombat when it comes out in a few weeks. He's like, hey, I've been seeing the trailers. It can't be that bad. I'm like, dude, there's I me mean, like almost NC17. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> and like him and his buddies are real big into the Predator movies now, even though they've never seen yeah. any of them. So he's like pushing me like to watch those. But like the other night, we like we watched the Mummy with Brandon Fraser, and like he had to have his blanket up up to his nose, my hand like in his hand, like clutching it. And I'm like, and I looked at him, I'm like, you 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 won't be able to watch the Predator if you can't survive this. And he's like, yeah yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, like dude, the Mummy's rough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah, I mean they're pretty much the first people alive, and you know wait, the Mummy. Are you talking shit about the Brandon. Mummy? No, I'm like saying it. like I said. I remember when I, I guess I don't know when it came out when I was growing God, up. God, motherfucker! Nineteen ninety nine. You were not that young. <laughs> I I was nine. <laughs> Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> but yeah, that never was like scary to me. That's interesting. It was, it was a little. Uh, I don't know about yeah, it scary. scary but it was scary. But like bugs, yeah, it, you know, like you know, bugs in people's and, skin, man. I, just, I don't want that. That's but we are watching this yeah, one tomorrow. I am for it. Waiting for it all week because like, we're gonna watch Mummy Returns and all I can remember about that is how shitty the the Rock CGI is when it becomes a Scorpion King at the end. <laughs> so bad. This looks real rough. So, but yeah. All right. Before we get off track, what is the most? What is the worst inconvenience in your guys' eyes that these guys have to go through? Is it the plane, the bus, no hot water, the Fucking putting in the whirlpool, like, what, oh, yeah. what, what you guys, like, what was the worst part? You think? Or like, I can't. I feel like I got rid of the plane. The plane wins, right? I mean, the, uh, the plane is is obviously pretty rough, but I mean, they what? Then they even scrapped that to to just travel on the shittiest bus yeah, they could find. That's. That's what that was, right? Like the bus was okay. You're not flying anywhere anymore. You're busing everywhere. Yeah, you're, you're babying them too much. Okay, well, that's, what I, from, that's how I thought that was supposed to be taken, and so I would I would say the bus hands down. But but it, it'd also be tough to I guess I don't know what the game count was if it was a 150 games or whatever when they filmed this, but like I think they said 161 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, when Vaughn was like freaking out before the half of those games in your home stadium and you don't have hot water or working equipment to just (laughs) recover. uh, That's like, that's negligent. (laughs) You you should be able to be sued over that. (laughs) We're babying them too much, you know, like, but yeah, maybe they should just be a little tougher. And now Jake Taylor's gonna steal the fucking bullpen car and stalk his ex fiance again. 
because it's the 80s. It's a sweet bullpen car, though. Bullpen I, car. I, that was the, a note. I literally just put bullpen car exclamation point. The security guard is definitely, like, in cahoots with him, too. Like, what do you need that for? <laughs> oh, you know, don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, like, just, just take the bullpen car. <laughs> did you see the keys in that? <laughs> so, all right. I, I should have the questions that we normally ask, but I feel like this movie is so ripe for a remake reboot, and it, it's frustrating it hasn't happened. Right? Or, or do you just not touch it? Like you just, I you don't, don't think I want it touched. Yeah, I don't... I don't know that you go like direct remake or reboot or something, but I'm surprised there hasn't been anybody that's done. I don't know something kind of similar, um, to even just uh, even involving like when was the last what was Mister Three Thousand the last movie that had an actual MLB team involved in it? Because I'm sure those licensing rights are through the roof anymore but let's search for baseball movies and I can find some fun movies for us to watch (laughs) Um, I don't know I imagine well I mean 42 I don't know man Moneyball well yeah and I mean yeah you get those but I mean those are all um, this is this is going to sound really mean and it's not even meant to be mean but you could you could kind of remake it uh, but the challenge would have to be winning the World Series at this point right (sighs) yeah I wasn't going to bring like, that up. Like, but. well, no, like, but the so the challenge in the movie, like, if you're going to remake it or reboot, don't they get it, it a World like, Series? They've, won, the they've won, they've won some stuff. Like, the, the, I just mean the team, the actual team. Like, they've won pennants and made the World Series. So, like, you can't really lay on they they haven't done that stuff. Oh yeah, I get what you're saying. Fever Pitch was 2005. Does that count? I mean, Mister 3000 was 2004. I don't know what else we got here. Do you guys are probably right. We still haven't watched the Bad News Bears remake. <laughs> I don't hate so, the idea of watching that movie, to be honest with you. I, I've watched but I feel like we should watch before. Bad News Bears go to Japan first, but maybe that's just in order. But I'm an asshole. That's fine. God, Little Big League's a great movie. We already watched that one, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the World Series has to be it, you know, like, but. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think that's um, where, if you were going to do something, that's where your step has to be. Because, yeah, it's winning a division or, you know, not even that winning, you know, the American League or National League is an easy thing to do. But there's some, a lot of teams have done it slightly recently. You know, but now like cheap ass owners, what people would just believe it because you know, like it's kind yeah, of a thing. And... You have to like do something completely different. I like how like they didn't even try to like just like make Miller Park look different than Miller Park. Like like just Miller light signs everywhere. But you know, <laughs> that's fine. All right, we already basically did the best player, the baseball card thing. I mean, you could do a sequel pretty easily. I mean, Taylor would have to be the manager, right? Yeah, I think... You bring back Vaughn as like like the bullpen coach. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could kind of plug some of those guys in as coaches. You know, Serrano as a hitting coach or bench coach or something like that. As you know, a guy who can't hit a curveball, not a great idea and for could, a hitting coach. But and have uh, Gorm be the opposing manager, right? Like, even though he's yeah. owner in the third one or some shit. He's owner for the first month and the second one before he has to sell it back because they're losing too much money. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> because apparently you could just buy baseball teams for that price back, you know, in the 80s. Yeah, well, and you just sign over in the middle of the season. The, the MLB definitely signs off on that. So apparently the airplane they fly is, was a 1930s airplane. So... Yeah. yeah I so I, I'm also rewatching this, and this was one of my questions earlier. So, Dorn's about to head up to that dude's apartment. I hope they're not some sort of excess. Taylor, you mean? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, how is there? How do you not have to have a key or something to get on that floor? Just anybody can hit floor six and walk into this dude's apartment. Come. And... Because if I was him and I had all the stuff and I have this much money, I would like a little privacy. <laughs> and that's yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like, I I don't know how those places work, but I I thought that as well. Like uh, he just can hop on the elevator and head up to the that floor, and <laughs> you're like right there. I, I don't. I mean, but they also did that with uh, like her place. Like he just walked into her place. Yeah, yeah. even after she moved Two. out. Yeah, he just did. two he times. Just yeah, he somehow just, like, walked in. <laughs> like, and, like, how, like, I mean, the fiance is supposed to be an asshole, but, like, how, like, confident does he have to be in things? Be like, your ex-boyfriend who's a baseball player shows up, just sit down, we'll have dinner with him. Like, that could have went very much sideways on him. Well, right? his whole his whole idea was to make him look stupid. Which I guess like that's succeeded. why I invited him in, which is what he did, yeah. But I mean, Tom Berger in the eighties is kind of a sexy dude. So, like you're losing that battle. Like like you don't want him you don't want him at the table with you. But what do I know? Yeah. No, and I like, think it was just uh, you know, he notices right out the get of oh, this guy is not where he thought he was. Come on in, buddy. Let's let's chat. <laughs> you know? Uh yeah, with with the with the I assume what were the parents? Like, unless he just has really old friends, like, I, I guess I don't know who's at that table. And Yeah, I, I'm not sure either. Honestly, now that you say that, I never realized that, like, nobody's really introduced there on <laughs> on who's supposed to be who and stuff like that. So, all right, since, or, do we have any, like, you guys have some notes you want to talk about before we talk about quotes for a little bit, or, like... Um, the only other thing that I had that kind of stood out to me that again, I, maybe I noticed it somewhere, but I just it really noticed it rewatching it this time was, uh, when Harris is war- warming up before the one game playoff, like in the bullpen, I don't think I ever noticed that he had Joe Boo there, like beside him on the rubber when he's warming up. That's a cool little, like wrap around that he came around on, you know, this sort of thing. I just had never noticed that before. 
Alter yeah, I don't think quick. I I don't think I noticed. I I've watched this movie significantly less times than you, like within ten, like maybe maybe ten times, probably not yeah. that many. But I had never I had never noticed that either. I for for some reason I did yeah you know, watching it tonight, but. All I know is, like, we discussed best lines earlier, and no one said, win the whole fucking thing. Like. Yeah, that's another one like, that I had on yeah. there. That's that most people probably remember. Um, I will say that I, just watching it today, um, I am so excited for stacked, just completely packed stand playoff baseball again. Like, yeah. Oh my god. I, I thought about I that. I yeah. got excited. <laughs> I'm just like this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it just feels like that you know, and I the bar scene. Ten years. Yeah. The bar scenes. I yeah, thought the same thing. Just, I mean, we're in Iowa, so like the bars have been crowded. But you know, like, just <laughs> watching a big game, high fiving strangers, like just, you know, like just that. You know, with with the janitor from Scrubs, yeah, they're hanging out. You know, like I, I want that, like just in the worst way, just you know, like yes, or fans. Like I mean, we're gonna go to some Iowa State games. We were discussing it before the show, like you know, but like just yeah, like I got my second shot today. I'm excited to like either wake up tomorrow doing amazing or wake up tomorrow feeling like shit. I feel like there's like no in between, you know, like. Well, there there is. I was in between, and I think it was even for like four days. But that's not helpful. So well, but it wasn't like it wasn't like I felt bad. Um, but I I noticed today that I felt significantly better. But anyway. But yeah. Like, oh, we miss. So sorry. Before we're before we do, I think we already kind of started on lines, but the. The freaking what's his name Harris, the pitcher Eddie Harris, the old pitcher. He's like, he goes on this thing because Serrano has Jobu, and he's like, you know, Jesus Christ, blah blah blah. Like you, you should believe in Jesus and our Lord all and this Savior. stuff, and and wants yeah, our Lord and Savior, and wants to pray before the game, and then, <laughs> and then on when they show him on the shitty plane, he's he's looking at a hustler, <laughs> like. I was like, God, Jesus, come on now! Like this, this is where this is where we are. But that was that was one one note that I for sure have that wasn't uh, like a quote, but it just made me like kind of laugh and facepalm all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and I like mean, he's that good Christian guy that's you know <laughs> cheating at his job to get ahead, you know, to keep his job and drinking <laughs> and you know uh, all the things that is that a good moral Christian is not supposed to, or, you know, whatever it is. He's, but... he's definitely paid for sex for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, so can we talk about real quick, like how on a scale of one to 10, how mean it is that Dorn's wife sees him going to leave the party of a girl, gets dressed <laughs> up, goes and fucks the guy he hates. And then tells the guy, who she is on the way promptly out. goes home on the way out <laughs> promptly goes home and tells Dorn who she fucked. Like that is some 
it's a power vindictive. move. Some, a power yeah, move. vindictive. Vindictive is a, is a good word for it. I think but the power move think, might be the better that, term. I, I think, well, that's true. It's some fuck you shit is what it is. Uh, <laughs> I think some of the best acting in the movie is literally the the way Charlie Sheen, like, acts in that scene. <laughs> I had no idea. Like, I don't think was. I... I don't think I yeah, yeah I don't think I got your I don't think I got your name and then he's just dumbfounded and then yeah I love how I Taylor didn't know who she was I, 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 like hanging out on the couch and he's just like she's like hi Jake or some shit and he's just like yeah. oh fuck and he's just, <laughs> just staring as she walks out the door and just oh no <laughs> like so like that is I, I think power move might be the correct term there like just like. And, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then when he great. just when he comes into the game and it's just everything's fine. Rick's getting ready to pitch, and then just Dorn starts running over and just Taylor lists his Taylor's like, oh, Taylor's shit. like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah like, leads to the other classic. And just I only got one thing to say to you: strike this motherfucker out. <laughs> or like, or the infamous the TV dub version of it: strike this out. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> whenever you're watching, like I don't know what they they switch it to if it's if they don't just blank it completely out, you know. Yeah, if they, if they try and dub over it, <laughs> mother freaker out or some shit. Like, yeah, that part's just like just this whole thing's just like great. And like, I just love how like it's like blurry news. Like, Dorn, like I don't know, man. Like, it's 1988. You know, dude has to think he's safe, right? So, get caught by, I don't know. But for like the longest time, so I, wa- I went like years out rewatching this. I, for some reason, always thought Vaughn was a closer. I think I got that confused with, sorry, with uh, Rottenwire from, say his name, from Rookie of the Year being closer. Right? Because I always thought, like, because Vaughn's a closer at the end of the movie. Right? So, for some reason, well, I had in my head that. Yeah, and it's I guess it's in this one and the second one that it's he plays I guess the outside of the last game, you know, he's a starter the entire game until the big Rick Vaughn moment where he's closing the game. Um and then the same in the second one, you know, he he starts as a starter and then he's moved to the bullpen and then you get the big Rick Vaughn closing the game moment. Um, But yeah, I guess I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I don't know if even, you know, in six weeks, if you ask me is is Rick Vaughn a starter or a bullpen pitcher for the majority of the movie, I would probably say bullpen. (laughs) And I, yeah. Jake Taylor's up in the apartment. Definitely not creeper. It's, uh, yeah, you get the closing, you get the closing scene where he's pumping straight heat, and then you get the uh, the little, I guess, dummy bullpens in spring training where he's taking off heads of uh, stand-in batters <laughs> and busting signs that are ten that feet above the first, plate. I, I love when he gets a batter off the head of the batter. <laughs> you know, but it also is terrible. Like it took him fucking. How many weeks into the season they're realizing he needs that goddamn glasses, you know? <laughs> so, 
Also, the fact that him putting on glasses somehow lets him identify to throw the ball in the strike zone is interesting. Right, he can control his pitch better. <laughs> How bad is your eyesight if you you know if you just legitimately have no idea where home plate is? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just watching this whole apartment scene with Vaughn and Mrs. Dorn. Think about how, like, I just realized now, like, that, like, his earring is not in his ears, like, halfway up his earlobe, and it's just weird. Like, it's... <laughs> so, anyways. So, any more notes? Or you guys want to talk about, like, do we have some more quotes we forgot? Like, I think we've hit a bunch of the quotes. You know, like, shirk this motherfucker out. Like... Jesus Christ, in a curveball. Like, we just really, I think it's harder for us about the movies we love than we just want to shit on. Right? Because we've, we've all seen this so much, it's kind of harder to chat about it. You know, somewhat. To me, anyways. Maybe they, 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 like, come out of the, the thing about this movie, and it's like the first half of the movie is just a quote machine, and then it, like, sw- slows down um, some. But they come out of the gate swinging, like... <laughs> Like, Lou answers the phone, and he's, like, completely disinterested in the job <laughs> offer. And uh, I got a guy on the other line about some white walls. I'll talk to you later. Like, that's yeah. just fucking fantastic. Like, it's just right yeah, just right from the beginning of the movie. Major league team calls and just, how do you feel about managing the Indians? Just, nah, I don't know. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right here, my contract that I can't. No, no unnecessary calisthenics or some shit. Yeah. I'm not saying I have a shy bladder, but the fact that he could just do that in like one solid move and then just be pissing skill, right? Like just <laughs> middle of the, like he had to be holding that thing. Or another great line is like when Serrano like is like, Oh, and two and like fucking Hayes is like, maybe we should have got a live chicken. <laughs> you, know, just, yeah. <laughs> you know, but or like the whole red card thing, that shit's great. You know, like how 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 they set that up. Yeah, like go to the lockers the, and the fire and spirit I I want out of a ball player. <laughs> Only problem is I didn't cut you. And that is real asshole shit. Like that. That I mean. I don't want to do it. It's like my worst enemy, right? That that's a real prick prick move. Yeah, that's but. not uh, that's not having fun or you know playing a prank. That's yeah, that's just asshole behavior. How did you never notice Joe Boo's on the pitching mount? I don't know. I just I i don't know ma'am <laughs> i mean to be to be fair watching movies for this podcast versus watching them casually is a very different thing for me i look for like i will i try i pay try to pay like extra attention to details so like i can see that like there's probably like we could do a movie that i've i don't know like varsity blues that i've seen a zillion times and i'm sure that there was there would be stuff that i like there's stuff that i catch in that movie uh, that I never would have casually watching it. Yeah, uh, you're you're part so of I, that's pro- that's probably part of that. But <sighs> but yeah, like it's just I don't know. I've, I don't even know like we, no one no one's listening to this. It's great. 
I'm trying to figure out like when I should like let my son watch it. I had a friend tell me that she showed her friends, uh, her sons, Happy Gilmore the other day, and I was like, asking her, I'm like, what do you think? Think a nine year old gonna like watch Happy Gilmore? Like I feel like I feel like you could watch Happy Gilmore, right? I feel like I think Happy Gilmore is a lot more watchable than this movie for that, that <laughs> age. But yeah, I would. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. I mean, outside... There's some questionable language, but nothing like. It's just like the happy down. place having what's her name in her bra underwear. Like that's yeah, yeah that's I was say, like, that's probably the worst part of it, right? As far as visually. Or that one I kiss your old over song, and then he wakes up next to the old woman. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's old lady, lady. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think get past that. I think you're all right. You know, like, but like yeah, this movie like this movie's pretty. The language in this movie's way rougher now. I mean, what's seen. what's the worst? What's the worst thing in that movie when he's fighting Bob? Uh, uh, no, he can handle that. I mean, well, I no, no, no. I'm just saying, like the worst in that movie. It's like that, or like you eat pieces of shit for breakfast, or like there's not yeah. a lot of. of I gotta be more worried about like literally like the, him waking up to the old woman. And be like, if I get past that, I think fine, <laughs> right? Because he started watching Dumb and Dumber with me one day. It was on TBS, and I was like, oh, this is good. And then I remember like the whole part. Like we got to, like the dream sequence. And I'm like, well, I probably should just turn <laughs> before the headlights for boobs pops up. Like, like, it, like some of those like late '90s movies, they have like subtle, dirty shit in there that you don't like quite remember. You know, like, I think Happy Gilmore's safe. I think he'd like it. And we're like, we're redecorating our my room, our movie room. He wants to like, do a baseball theme, so he's like already told me I have to get like a Rookie of the Year movie poster. Like shit. Rookie of the Year is, is his favorite baseball movie. Not even close. Kid rewatches <laughs> it over and over again, which is weird to me, right? A little bit? Uh, well, I mean, yes and no. I, I assume, for better or worse, you have raised another Cubs fan into this world. Um, no, we, well, he, he, I think it's more <laughs> like wish fulfillment. You know, like, oh, right. Right, he, he really wants to be the little too. kid pitching in the major leagues. That's... And, he, and like, he likes Angels in the Outfield, but he says it's too depressing to watch again. <laughs> he, like, says that all the time. <laughs> Movie's too sad. <laughs> so, which, we still have to redo that one. Like, I, we definitely have to redo Angels in the Outfield, because I remember I was, like, losing money on bets that night, and I was, like, half paying attention. I was an asshole host. <laughs> like, so, like... I was so mad about that, like, the next day when, like, I remember, like, how like, I just wasn't even paying attention, you know, like, so, like, I don't know, but, yeah, empty out the notebooks here, we're about an hour, we're at the Tom Danielson deadline, I suppose, um, what we got for any, like, anything in the notebooks besides quotes, and fuck you, Joe, do this myself, being a pretty high on the list, like, this movie's just a quote machine, like, yeah. Seriously, right. seriously, for like an hour, it is just a quote machine. It's it's yeah, almost it's, ridiculous. It, it's I love it, but it's ridiculous. You know, like it, like you say, it it, it kind of lows down for quotes there in the middle, but like like the the ending has so many good quotes, so many good parts. You know, Mace makes the catch at the wall. Pedro hits that home run out of the goddamn ballpark. Yeah. Right. Like. Crazy. You know. Fuck you, Jobu. And he's remember he's a Mr. Baseball. He's got a with the Celex 
Selleck, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Yeah. One goddamn hit. Yeah. No one's listening anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, that, yeah, no one's listening anyways, and the we're not that drunk initially. That's how we started doing goddamn in the spot. Like, because like, like, Smith is always joke about how we could say goddamn because no one's listening to these anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> best goddamn barbecue sauce. You can't say goddamn in an advertising spot. Well, no one's listening to us anyways. So, but, but, all right. You have anything you guys want to talk about? I guess before I find the uh, second best journey song, <laughs> um, I I think we pretty well hit everything I've got. It's, we didn't I, we didn't touch on the fact that the movie was like however many years ahead of like moving the team to a a better city that's going to build you a stadium, and that being a thing. Yeah, like that. That's just something that's pretty funny like i almost ironically funny that that was part of the plot of this movie and then it's a like a very real thing now with teams i mean but, yeah and i wish the cubs would move a new team get new ownership then they'd win again but that's fine <laughs> like who well, has we worse, could maybe at least watch man yeah who has worse man sean the cubs or the indians Oh, um, yeah, you got to, yeah, yeah, like you got to factor in that the Cubs are owned by huge Trump supporters. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I have my, uh, my reservations about the Ricketts. Um, no pun intended on reservations. Yeah, that was, (laughs) I don't know, man, I, it's. I think the Indians owner, or I guess the, the baseball team currently, but also soon to be formerly known as the Indians, uh, <laughs> the Cleveland baseball team. Uh, I watched this on Stars. I made a note that in the opening ratings thing, it says insensitive cultural icons or some <laughs> shit. There's a whole lot of Chief Wahoo. So yeah, there, that doesn't surprise me. There, yeah, there's a lot of fans dressed as Chief Wong. What is there it? Is. What's it the, yeah. the talk show, the TP talk? <laughs> Some shit. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Uh, yeah, definitely 30 years ago. It's uh, Cleveland's ownership tries, but I don't know how hard they try. It's at least the Cubs have brought in and held on to some talent. Um, the Indians, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I, what's that sound I mean, doing, man? Uh, right, I I have some questions about the idea that it's five years post World Series and they're still basically holding on to a good majority of that team, expecting it to happen again. Um, but at the same time, uh, it's, Cleveland just proved that they literally can't even afford one superstar on their team. So, <laughs> so that's fun. Um, Thanks for bringing that up, Ted. Uh, uh, so if you're wondering, the Cubs have more hits than we have matinee baseballs. We have, <laughs> By we have 50. We have 50. So, so they have nine more hits. I don't know. If <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's fucking awful. Now I'm depressed. I don't know how many hits they get today. I know it's going into today they had nine hits. No, it's runs. It's runs, not hits. My bad. Oh. Runs going to say. No, isn't it uh, runs? I'll check. It's something awful. I don't know. It's probably his. Boy, You're the one you telling hear, the story. 
I think it was maybe even earlier this it was through the first ten games or whatever. Somebody called into I think it was Fanatics and uh gave him the stat that uh the first ten games of this season they had forty nine hits, which is the worst ten game stretch ever since they kept track of hits in nineteen oh one. Yeah. I was I either listened to that live or But on the, the team that had the worst stretch two thousand thirteen won ninety two games. Just saying. I guess there's that. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Yikes. It I think it must be hits then. I'm pretty sure it's fifty nine hits. And so Yeah. All right, yes. As of 14 hours ago, with 59 hits, the Cubs have fewer hits than the Reds, Red Sox, Dodgers, Astros, White Sox, Angels, Twins, and Cardinals have runs. So, Oy. That's fine. And they, have 30, they have 32 runs scored. So we have more podcasts. We have more podcasts in the first year. Of this, <laughs> the first extended year and a half. Fine, you know, season one was pretty long. So Definitely not great. <laughs> you know, in respect, I probably should have downloaded Wild Thing for the exit music, but you know, I'm I lazy. hate this fucking song. <laughs> that was that was one that made me laugh that I forgot about. <laughs> he wants to do it a do it his own son a father son game. <laughs> the Duke. <laughs> so, all right, boys, I'm gonna call night so I can go to bed so I can wake up feeling like a hit me in the morning. I so. feel great. I hope so. I, I hope so. so. I have, I have, like, what, what was it? That Jacqueline said she had a headache for like 18 hours, or was it Pete? One of those two said they had like a headache for like 18 hours straight or something. So, yeah. Yeah. I had that for a day. Yeah. I've had a lot of people say, mention headaches, long lasting headaches. So, and they talk about like how, like, the first day you feel fine, then you wake up and it's just like, Nothing good. So, but we'll see. We'll see. It's fine. All right. Yeah, you'll find Ted. You'll be all right. Yeah. Second best journey song. You guys take care. Go, uh, go Cubs, I guess, and Indians. Maybe one of them will make the playoffs. Go, baby. Go, team. All right. Peace out. Yeah.